Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus with producer Sanaa Marie. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose, the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. Jessica Benson from Grind City Media's Rise and Grind with Jessica and Megan. I'm hanging out with Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Hi, this is Bobby J, Program Director and Morning Personality for WDIA, hanging out with Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Ryan Zuber specializes in functional and therapeutic nutrition. He is a licensed medical care professional certified dietitian, nutritionist, and a professional member of the American Heart Association. Recognized as a voice of integrative health, his unique combination of holistic and clinical experience ties an alternative approach to modern nutrition coaching. The focus is to completely change the general idea and relationship of nutritional lifestyle change. It is not just about elevating the physical appearance, it's also about making a mental connection with specific person and their unique needs. Verbally Effective, your double E, Ina Esco here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 152 of the Verbally Effective Podcast. We are in it into 2021, January. We rolling right now. Don't forget to get your Ivy Multimedia merch online right now. Just click the link on all my social media platforms at Ina Esco, E-N-A-E-S-C-O. We got the hoodies, the tees, the Henry masks. Make sure you get in where you fit in. Also, we're doing a podcasting one-on-one workshop on January 28th. It is virtual. You can go to that Eventbrite link and register today. Check it out. I have with me today your favorite nutritionist. That's right. He is a nutritional health specialist. You know, I got to get it right. Mr. Ryan Zuber is on the Verbally Effective Podcast with me today. What's up, Ryan? How are you? What's going on? Phenomenal. How you doing? How you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining me. I can't wait to hear about your journey, Mr. Ryan. How is your 2021 going so far? 2021 is phenomenal. Contrary to probably belief, I know a lot of people is upset about 2020. My 2020 from a uh, business perspective was great. Was great, but 2021, you know, we're looking for things to be better, looking to get this uh, pandemic under wraps, and uh, help. Hopefully, we everybody can move focus forward. Yes, and you know, I can't do a podcast now without talking about a pandemic, COVID nineteen, <laughs> and I'm sure it's affected your business in different ways. But I see it hasn't stopped you from moving forward. I see that. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Uh, with 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 what's going on, and you know, um, and considerably so many different dynamics have happened 
with this pandemic and so many new developments, so many things keep coming up. Where is it coming from? Who's most acceptable to catching it? I had to stay always on my toes as a healthcare professional to help better, better like make my clients aware that actually possibly dealt with the situations that they were saying, pre-existing conditions. Now they're saying people that are, that are vitamin D deficient. I had to, had to let people know everything that I was hearing, what we needed to do, what we needed to change, how we need to move forward, what you can do to stay safer, you know? So it was all, it was, it was, it was trying, it was very busy, a lot of busy work, but you know, uh, it's something we have to do and it's a part of life now. Yeah, would you say you're busier now or? Oh yes, Lord, yes, uh, <laughs> New Year's Year is in full effect. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. That's definitely. But I would say honestly, when 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 the pandemic started to settle around about July, everyone wanted to become aware of their health. Everyone was focused because I believe there was, you know, they kept saying pre-existing conditions, pre-existing conditions. Uh, if you suffer from this, uh, health problems, obesity causing uh, congestive heart failure, difficulty breathing. So everyone was coming. What, what do you think? What do you think? What should I do? How can I get this weight off? How can I get this? And I always tell people, it's not necessarily about a certain focus with weight or look. Your health will outweigh that. Your, the, your longevity of your health will outweigh any look, you know? So mm -hmm. always focus there. You know, people like to say your car is an investment or a liability. Your house is the biggest investment you make in that. It's fraudulent. When you start breathing, that is your longest investment. This vessel is your longest investment. I, I tell people. Right. Oh, wow. You're right. And right you are by. a right. health expert. So we're going to figure out and hear from you today on how you got into this entire industry, because I know you have a story behind it. But let's start at the beginning. What part of Memphis are you from, Ryan? I am from uh, Orange Mound, Tennessee, to be exact. Okay. Look, you got <laughs> that big old smile when he said Orange Mound, Tennessee. Yes. Well, tell uh, me about growing up in Orange Mound for you. I growing up in Orange Mound actually was... Uh, in the 90s was a phenomenal time. I was born in 85, so I grew up still when things were a little bit simpler, you know, uh, we had more focus outside, you know, uh, parents always tell you, you, you got to get up out this house. You know, there was no, there was no glue to the laptops, no glue, there was no laptops, you know. No, no <laughs> cell phones, none of that. There was none of that, you know, uh, so, you know, it, I grew up playing uh, a few sports, we were playing instruments, uh, I okay. was uh Took, took violin lessons for four years, played the trumpet, played the wow. sax. Okay. Uh, classically trained on the piano. Um, but when my father found out that I could dribble a ball, uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff shifted. Uh, okay. Stuff shifted, being that I'm the, uh, I'm the second to the youngest of 26 grandchildren. Wow, um, 26 yeah. grandchildren. That's a lot of y'all. <laughs> it's a lot. I got, I got 16 aunties. So I was... I was, I'm, a, I'm a mama's boy by by birthright with all them women, all them women. Mm -hmm. uh, so when my father figured out that I could play and do anything masculine, he he took me, he took me, and uh, I grew up I grew up uh, playing in a lot of community basketball, a lot of AAU basketball, mm -hmm. and um, uh, went to a lot of the uh, any city any city elementaries. But my mother started to do things with me. I, I started going to went to Cherokee, went to Richland Elementary, which is behind White Station Middle. Uh, then she sent me to Bowmore. She sent me all over to get just different culture. She even did that all the way up until I went to high school. I never went to the same school for more than three years. Really? Like, you know, uh, <laughs> two years in high school, I went to White Station. And then um, she sent me to Melrose, which was actually a uh, genius. She sent me to White Station to learn the curriculum and then sent me to Melrose where I ended up graduating top 10. Okay. So it was, you know, I'm not to say anything about 
the 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 <laughs> the structure of this the school i just say the kids over there were more focused on uh sports and 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 just day-to-day -day living from the neighborhood we was from trying to make it uh making ends meet a lot of us actually uh worked when we went to that school you know versus white station where a lot of the things were a little bit more structured you know yeah uh, so um yeah and then uh it was it was it was it was great for me honestly like I, I i didn't have a bad childhood it was phenomenal a lot of me and my friends are still cool uh you know a lot of us still do business together you know a lot of us That's still awesome. travel together um a lot of us went to college together um so where did you go to college ron i, I started off at southwest of course okay. uh the plan was to go to ut martin but my parents needed help with uh uh finances as most some families do you know things they, they were trying to help other family members and so so i i didn't feel the need to that it was right for me to leave when they took care of me so i worked to help out things around there mm -hmm. and my father mm -hmm. owned a couple of properties at the time and we didn't want to lose them you know so uh i stayed here went to southwest and which was great for me um i got to honestly with a lot of a lot of people don't understand with community college you can meet a lot of the people that actually give you the scholarships, a lot of the scholarship foundation board members, you see them because the school yeah. is so small. You yeah. see them. And I got my face and my voice well known around the school. And initially, once I graduated, became the scholarship president. Uh, went to University of Memphis for a little while, but I opted out to go back to take some smaller courses at Southwest to actually rack up on certifications. Um, I received finally, after five years, my psychology degree. And um, wanted to be a clinical psychiatrist for black and brown boys that were misdiagnosed with ADHD. Um, going through college, I met this beautiful young lady and ended up getting married, having a child. And she actually was diagnosed with a nephrotic kidney disease. And that's when things transitioned for me as far as being more aware about health and nutrition. Wow. And um, uh, because of her situation and circumstance and her living with me and being my lifeline and wanting to be her support, I needed to learn. I felt everything I needed to know about what could go right and what could go wrong. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be firsthand um, well in tune with what doctors were saying because, you know, as uh, growing up in certain African-American homes, we certain things we just don't connect well with. You know, they always say black folks don't like talking to the docs, you know, and I, I necessarily didn't have a problem with talking to them. It just seemed like they always were talking at us. There was no understanding uh, with most uh, doctors, even if they were African-American, you know. Um, it just was such a high level of, of frequency of communication that we didn't just didn't understand and we just didn't know. We knew what grandmama said to do, you know, right. uh, go in there, medicine cabinet and get this and this, this, you know. So uh, I, I started to learn because I wanted to know everything about it because with her condition and how her creatin numbers were looking, it could go left or it could go right any day, mm -hmm. you know. So um, I, I stopped my, my, my focus as far as uh, becoming what I wanted to do. And I started getting into the medical side, understanding what I could help or invest in that could be beneficial to the longevity of her life. So I got, you know, went to EMT paramedic school, um, finished that program. I fast-tracked that program. Um, got into a home health uh, care certification program um, because they say it may become a point in time after you become like I was her I was her donor her transplant she uh, she has my kidney after you donate wow. you will have to possibly do home dialysis or either before you donate the further she on is while she's pregnant we may have to do dialysis and that that's what happens but I was ready 
I was ready. You was ready. Um, you know, made such a big sacrifice, Ryan, to help your wife. Uh, it's, you know, well, you know, I, you know, I like a little bit. You know, you know. A big sacrifice. <laughs> I didn't know you gave your kid. You were the kidney donor as well. That's amazing. Wow, it looked like you did any and everything to save her life. That's amazing. Well, man, that's my homie still to, to the core. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, doing that, you know, it, it just gave me a new reassurance that uh, pretty much anything you put your mind to and you mentally commit, you probably can obtain it. So. Now that I figured out that this was going to be my life from now on, because this is her life, I kind of stepped away from trying to pursue psychology and becoming a psychiatrist anymore. I wanted to be uh, of service to people in a different way, you know, and that kind of affected my life. I never knew how that situation would make me become a person of service. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm also a special operations uh, firefighter and an air rescue firefighter. I never looked at it like this until uh, one of my mentors made me sit down. He said, you wanted to be a psychiatrist. It's of service to people. You became EMT paramedic to do home health care for your wife, of service to people. You became a firefighter, EMT for the Memphis community, service to people. Mm-hmm. You, he said, you service people. That is probably what your purpose is. You help people. And I accepted that in that notion and I dedicated my life, not only to my wife, who's, which is literally my first client ever, as far as my nutritional business goes. Um, I, I, I started driving towards that way. And I actually started the way I got into it. I started a meal prep company because I found that healing was in the food. Uh, my, my grandmother was like a, a home health holistic nurse, so to speak. Um, and she, I was always familiar with herbs, always familiar with herbs, always familiar with home remedies, of course, country backwoods. Uh, I was crazy. The world is on the sea moss craze. I knew what that was when I was young, young. You know, you know uh, it was two things I knew about sea moss and cod liver oil. You know, so, yes. uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I was, on, like I said, I was a mama's boy, so I was under my grandmother's hip, always trying to learn, you know, and as I got older, I revisited that notion, finding out that this is what I wanted to do, you know, and she was in her, uh, her, her, her later stages, but it was her most honest and truthful stages. She was like, if you're going to take care of people, you have to be sensitive to everything that they got going on. You can't be judgmental because you could be in that person's situation. You know, you're just blessed not to be. So I always take into consideration uh, that that could be you. And a lot of people say, and they said a lot of other nutritionists and even doctors say, you spoil your clients. You spoil- <laughs> that's how I connect. And that's how I get the honesty. Right. You know, I always tell people, it's my wife's fault. She was my first client. So I move like I move with her, you know. And you, but, you uh, know what I'm also hearing from you? Um, I'm pretty sure that your psychology background has helped you connect with your clients. Like that it's was funny. like the foundation too. <laughs> that's what that's that's why I always my, my grandma used to say, God, very funny. He's mm. very funny. You know, she said he has a big sense of humor. She said, I, I say I thought my mother used to always say, You done wasted this degree, now you doing this. My grandma said, No, he did. Right. She, exactly. You know, he, she exactly. said he his mind has to be sick. And uh, you know, in order to understand socialistic order, you know, the, the, psycholo- the psychological balance or imbalance of how hormones affect the mental state, all this stuff that I learned over here that I can apply over here. 
because that's what happens in nutrition and health. So many people miss the pieces with individualizing or approaching people as the unique dynamic as, as they are. You know, typically when you go to a nutritionist or a doctor, you want to, uh, you have a health issue. They treat everybody at least one or three ways. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I tell people, no one on this planet is the same. I always use my, uh, I have two twins on my program, two sets of twins. I know they look alike. They're not the same. Right. So I, I approach everyone like that. I always tell people, I know women do it often. Girl, what you doing? What you, what you doing? Give me a <laughs> they don't make it work for you, man. You know, because, you know, she could be a teacher. You could be in real estate. You know, she could have children. You could not. She could have a cycle. You could not. Hormonally, stress-wise, y'all are not compatible. You know, so I always throw from that concept, I need to approach everyone like I don't know anything about anything. Right. I'm, I'm learning them from the construct. So, yo, what's your day-to-day? You know, so how has this happened? What happened to your childhood? Why do you think this? Why is your thought process this? Why do you choose this over this? You know, and it's only going to make me better and better and better at not only making people more comfortable with me, but understanding things before they hit me. Right. You know, right. Um, my, my grandmother always used to say, you was given a gift, boy. Some people can see across the street. You can see down the street and around the corner. Mm. You know, so... And it's always about being able to see. It's funny. Uh, it's MLK Day. I know I'm getting off a little topic, but I can give a story. Okay. Uh, the, Mont- um, the Montgomery bus boycott was supposed to last for one day. It lasted for months because Martin Luther King was able to see, not down the street, but around the corner. Right. You know, so that's, that's, that's being ready mentally for things that are, are so far removed from what you can see. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how I prepare myself. So many people ask, why do you know this? Why do you, it's going to come one day. <laughs> it's going to come one day. Like, why are you studying that? Don't come one day. Y'all. Trust me, the way things happen. And in this country, I never thought I saw the, the U.S. Capitol storm. Me neither. It came one day. It came. it came. So historic, so unprecedented. Like the last four years, of course, have all been unprecedented, right? <laughs> Let's not talk about, let's not talk about Asian Orange. <laughs> Asian Orange. Wow. You know, but, uh, That's the, yeah, you know, we'll, but, uh, we'll be chatting all day about that one. But let me ask you this, Ryan. Tell me about how you began to become your favorite nutritionist. Tell me okay. why you started that and, and what does that mean for you? To me, uh, like I said, uh, like I said, uh, I kind of hinted at the fact that when I first started um, actually thinking about getting into nutrition, um, I was actually just making uh, nutritional plans for people. People were seeing how my life was changing because I had to get in shape uh, before I did the transplant. So if people were asking me, what diets were I doing? Uh, what, any things that I was taking? What kind of vitamins, supplements do you know? What, are you, what were you doing? Because my transformation was drastic. Um, but I told people I had a timeline. I had, I had to get an order to, to my baby was on a timeline. Like I had to get an order. So, you know, she, she needed me to be ready because they could call in any time, you know, Hey, doctor's ready. Y'all transplant. This is your date. Right. Uh, so I had to get my weight down. So, but I also wanted to approach it from a, a, a cleaner perspective. So I started understanding food and I started making plans for myself, just taking my body through different, uh, different, nutritional aspects like let me see what happens if i do this type of diet let me see this and i did i start understanding the compound factors of food most people understand macronutrients and they see carbs fats proteins and stuff like that i start studying compounds 
like chlorophyll, photosynthesis, uh, beta carotene, beta adenine, things that will actually make up food and how they process or metabolize in the body. Then I started approaching it like that. And so many people started asking me, yo, man, can you, can you make me a plan? Can you make me a plan? And I was like, sure. And I wasn't even making, like doing it for money. Like I just was making them, you know, and it, it, I got better. I got better and better and better. And I started understanding the people. And I was like, seeing what was working and what wasn't. And then I said, well, maybe I need, I need to start asking, okay, what do you do for a living? Oh, you sit down all day. I can't give you this. Mm. Oh, you're on your feet all day. You need way more of this. Mm. You're traveling. You're in the air all the time. You're in meetings. I started to understand day by day by studying compounds. Okay, I know this person doesn't need chlorophyll, which is in broccoli, which is water, photosynthesis. It's going to bloat her. I don't want to give her that at first. I'm going to throw her a psychological aspect of losing weight off. And she's going to, she going to look in the mirror every morning. She's going to be like, I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Bloated. She was like, I don't know. So I, I know certain foods to give and not give because I understand the synergistic appeal of foods. But like once I got past making that, so many people was like, well, I don't know how to cook. I can't cook. I don't know what to do. So I started meal prepping for like two or three friends. You know, and uh, which uh, one of my best friends, uh, uh, Mr. Ambition himself, Ricky Dorch, uh, who owns Ambition Fitness Gym, uh, 5055 Covington Way. That's Shout out, Ricky. <laughs> uh, I started making food for him. And he was like, yeah, man, just, you know, um, just, see, just see how it goes. Like, you just make the food. And he was telling me what he, he prepared. So I started to understand how trainers think, how a bodybuilder thinks. And uh, I started meal prepping for his clients because he owned the gym at the time in Midtown. And um, I started off with like 10 or 12 people just to see how it was. Everyone was enjoying the aspect of variety because I said, I don't make just food for you to follow. I have to get you, I need to understand or relatively identify with your taste buds to know what you like. And, and once I understand you and how your work ethic is per Ricky, I know what I can give you and I know what not to give you. Right. So it was the variety uh, that actually gave me my name in the city as far as doing meal prep because they was like, "Yo, he just don't have a menu. Like <laughs> he 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 asks you what you like and he and he talk to your trainer or he talks to you about your goals and he be like, "Well, nope, you can't have this because this is going to do this when you sleep or nope, you can't have this because this doesn't break down well with this, you know." And um, yeah. I started I started just uh getting logos done, getting t-shirts done, started marketing. And I looked up and I had, I had 150 clients. I had almost all of Ricky's clients. I had almost all of Ricky's clients. And he was like, dude, are you going to start a business? Cause I just was cooking. I just, I just was cooking, hmm. you know? And I, and I was like, I guess I should start a business. He was like, well, I need you to do something. I need you to uh, take this nutritional course. See if it's something that you're interested in. Look at this book first. He gave me his old book before he graduated. And he was like, look at this. See if you can see if you it's something that you want to be into. So I looked at it, thought it was interesting and intrigued me. So I did an online course, which didn't take me that long at all. I was like, okay, but it did it sparked the flame. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. Before I started to go to Southwest to uh inquire about their nutrition programs, I started another business. People started asking me about smoothie diets. 
Okay. Um, and my daughter was in love with smoothies at the time. And I used to make my wife smoothies because uh, per her condition, after the transplant, she couldn't eat certain solids. So a lot of the food had to be liquid. And she had to make, make had to make sure she still got all her, her, her nutrition uh, nutritional values. So I was just trying stuff at the house, trying stuff at the house. You know, and uh, figuring out compounds that went to get went well together, what, what made too much sugar, what certain companies, I'm not going to say no name, was putting in why I was tasting certain ways. And I was like, that kind of is um, going against the grain of nutrition, you know? So I started to figure out how to play with certain things. Uh, I asked my grandmother about certain herbs I could put in to help inflammation, help with digestive system. So I kept gearing more and more to the health aspect first, you know, figuring out what was going on with people. And um, by, by this time I started a company called Z Fresh Smoothies. And um, which is still, I, I got clients picking up today, smoothies. So, <laughs> Are they uh, really healthy? Are smoothies really healthy? This is I mean, the thing. Tell I me about tell, the smoothies. Tell me about the smoothie world. <laughs> like if, 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 it's, if, if, if it's all natural, but any, like I always tell people, any, too much of anything possibly can hurt you. Too much of anything. Uh, Denzel is coined for saying, too much water, you'll drown. You know, and what he's saying is actually, too much water, you can over-alkalize your body and you push out healthy probiotics that you actually may need. That can happen. You can over-flush your body. But uh, what can happen with certain smoothies, um, certain people cut corners. Um, like, there's no way, okay, we've all eaten bananas. We've all eaten bananas. There's no way possible to make a banana as sweet as Smoothie King makes it taste. Mm. It almost tastes like a banana slush flavor. Mm. What they putting in there? <laughs> How are they doing? Exactly. Uh, so I started, doing, started doing research, started understanding the, the, the imbalances of fructose and uh, Cairo. And, um, you know, that stuff is liquid sugar. That's all it is. And um, I started understanding, like, yo, it's a better choice if they were going to McDonald's or something. But uh, longevity-wise, it's still not helping them. You still uh, you're, you're you're undercutting their glycogen storage levels. Their glucose is high. You know their sugar levels are high. Triglycerides, cholesterols off, and they're thinking they're making the right choices, but they're not seeing the underlying corners that are being cut. Mm -hmm. uh, but natural smoothies, I always tell people it's about compounds. Less is best. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when most less is best. When most people start, they put six and seven fruits in the blender. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. <laughs> your sugar, your sugar, your sugar rate probably 63 grams for every 12 ounces. You're putting too much in it. And of course, those are natural sugars, but they metabolize in the body just like sugar. The body recognizes compounds, you know. So you have to be just very careful. With me, I put a lot of things in my smoothies, just like I approach my uh, vitamin and supplement company. I put a lot of things that actually counterbalance things that are. Uh, being being like combated like if i'm going to put a a pineapple or a mango which are both anti-inflammatories in a smoothie i'm also going to probably throw turmeric the uh, herb turmeric the herb curcumin and thyme because those are anti-inflammatories that have digestive powers that'll help their sugar get in and get on out okay. it's not going to let it sit and fester metabolize into fat right so i try i kind of put i, I kind of try to try to throw the herbs in there that actually accelerate the process Right, you know. gotcha. Okay, but, um, you mentioned supplements. Let's talk about that for a minute, Ryan, uh, because you know 
a lot of people are interested in supplements. I know your client base, you know, they look for your expertise in the supplement right. area as well. So, I mean, how does your supplements, you know, address the specific needs of us, of black people, men and women? Glad you, glad you said it like that. Um, <laughs> On this no MLK dis- day. <laughs> no, yeah, no, not. <laughs> yes, indeed. No disrespect to, uh, our, uh, to our Caucasian brothers and sisters, but uh, no. I, 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 I focused my, my, my vitamins and supplements uh, for us because we're different. Inherently, we're different. Culturalistic, uh, culturalistically, we're different. Um, I don't even like the term um, that we've been coined so many years and years just traditionally embedded in our minds being said. Like, when you say black, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. Haitian, Ghanaian, Jamaican, Albanian, Armenian, Egyptian, Nigerian. What are you saying? So I started to understand the construct, not because I could break those down. Start with the basics. Melanin. We're different based off that automatically. Our neutrophils, our bacteria defenses, our immunity is all driven and, and cared for by the melanin, how it is fed. You know, and also, of course, what you put into your body. So I started to understand the dynamics of black people. Of course, I looked at polls and research, but you have to do your own research with your people. Um, black people inherently, like for my, for instance, my vitamin D. Black people inherently are vitamin D deficient on this side of the world um, because they say naturally we don't get outside like our brothers and sisters in Africa. So our melanin is not as fed or enriched as much. Of course, it's through traditional uh uh, uh, gene pool p- processing as well. You know, we a little more light skinned over this way. You know, <laughs> more, you know, and understand melanin. Melanin is light to the body. It enriches the electricity in the body. So, I was taught that melanin is light. So, if melanin is light, the darker you are, the lighter you are. The more light you have in your body, mm. because the darker your melanin, the more enriched you are. And on it, and it was funny because when we grew up in this country. The more light skinned that you were, the prettier you were. I tell my, I tell people, stop going to Miami, Vegas, start traveling, like get outside this country. <laughs> right. In, in Africa, they play for like they play, they pray for light skinned people because they be like, baby, you can't be in the sun that long. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So I started to understand the construct of that, and you know, I saw that black people needed more vitamin D, uh, three to be exact, because you got D two and D three, and um. 2,000, 3,000 IUs was the normal going dosage that was at GNC, Wholesale, Nutrient, all these stores that you normally go get your vitamin D from Walmart or wherever. So what I did, knowing that we are from melanated descent, I put 10,000 IUs in my gel caps because we need more. Right. Um, as far as vitamin C, our immune system is a little different. 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C is the normal dosage, but because our bodies overwork through different adrenal gland processes, uh, we needed more. So I added natural sources like rose hips and flavonoids, which are actually natural sources of vitamin C that are inherently known in our body from genetic pools of Africa. So I added those because, like I said when I, earlier about combating things, when your body is ready to fight off its immune, uh, immune system is ready to fight off anything that attacks the body. Corona, for instance. Stress is put on the body. Once stress is put on the body, your adrenal glands, which is the gland that's right on top of your kidney, it begins to activate and try to help your neutrophils, which are fighting off those bacterias, 
and everything has a domino effect. Once the neutrophils work, adrenal glands are activated. Once the adrenal glands are depleted, the kidneys, because they're on top of the kidneys, begin to overwork. I added rosehips and flavonoids because they help with soy cellular restoration and they refill the adrenal glands. So hmm. I try to put in every combatant that I know that's going to happen. It's typically like, you know, when you go to certain doctors, they like to give you a medicine, but the medicine for that medicine as well, yeah. when they actually just give you the compound that works for this, but it combats this right. at the same time, you know, uh, Wow. My elderberry, for instance, everybody's on the elderberry craze. Yeah, right now, I hear I, that all the time. Elderberry. I've been around there for like, I've been around there for like that 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 uh that elder that that is that beautiful beautiful plant. Um, vitamin C can't touch it, can't touch it. As far as immune boosting, can't touch it. I would say it's like five hundred times uh the potency and the effectiveness of vitamin C. Normally, you find it on the shelves uh, in gummy form or extract form. It's going to be fifty milligrams. I did 150 milligrams and I also added B12 and zinc for productivity rates as far as energy, you know, so because uh, when your body needs immune boosting, it's going to pull from your energy glands and you're going to feel kind of exhausted at the end of the day. For those of us that need a little bit more like me as a fireman, I wanted to add something that combated that B12, zinc, Wow. you know, so... I, I, I deal in supplemental compound factors. You know, most people, I, I can never say vitamins without supplements because I combine the two. You know, uh, even with my probiotics, my digestive enzymes, I make sure people know exactly what they're doing, the compounds that are in them, why they work the way they work, why mine are different. Even with my probiotic, uh, it's a 30 billion complex form. Living microscopic organisms that help with the overage of bacteria in your body, prevents leaky gut syndrome, um, hormonal imbalances in the intestinal walls. It prevents uh, the intestinal walls from active breakage and up. And it also helps uh, with women, the lady area smell phenomenal. You know, it helps with that hormonal pH level, you know. Um, right. So I, I, wanted to, I wanted to make things that were specifically driven, you know, not only to give you what you need, but a little bit more to help with the cultural heritage that we actually have. Because honestly, uh, on this MLK day, I said, black people are genetically dominant. It is what it is. Our bodies fight off more, need more, function at a higher electricity rate. Wow. You know, uh, that's why uh, my grandmother used to always have a joke about uh, black people. She used to always used to say, uh, you know, there's some truth to these vampire stories. And I was like, what you talking about? And she was like, well, you know, who aged the best? I said, uh, we do. She was like, who lived the longest? Uh, we do. She was like, and if we bite you in that bedroom, what color that baby gonna be? I said, all of them. She said, what I'm telling you, that's showing you that our cellular growth rate in any vessel is gonna show us. It's always gonna show us, always. So she said, you have to study from that dynamic before you study from just understanding protocol. And I guess what happens with a lot of doctors, a lot of nutritional factors, a lot of vitamins and supplement come, they follow protocol. I don't follow protocol. I follow you. Yeah. I follow you. I need to know what's going on with you. Because like, that's why I'm not even a fan of multivitamins. I tell people all the time, you have to become arrogant about your health. You have to become arrogant about you. You are a one-on-one. I need you to start acting like it. Multivitamins. They tell you it has everything that you need um, or the one-a-day women. It has everything that a woman needs. So you telling me, Serena Williams and Jada Pinkett gonna take the same one a day vitamin. No. That's what you're telling me. So, Even with so, the men. 
So really there's no, I guess, one, one uh, size fits all as far as a multivitamin. Impossible. Even with, even with, I, I had a, uh, a debate about water. You know, because it is a big de debate, one size fit out with water. Everyone should drink a gallon. Everyone should drink half their body weight. Okay, let's go with a gallon and half their body weight. So you're talking about taking in a certain amount either for whatever the food regimen is that day to help point in hydration, or you're talking about the size of the person. Mm -hmm. So me and Shaq going to drink the same amount. No. Exactly. No. <laughs> you know, I always tell people it's about the person, uniquely dynamic. Even even in relationships, I have to tell my couples, I know you love them, but when you go to the doctor, they reading your numbers. You know, that's one time you can possibly be selfish, you know, about understanding what's going on with you. That's one thing y'all can't do together. You know, you live together, you both can probably take on certain habits, but you have to take control of yourself. Yeah. You know, I always used to tell my wife, I can't make you care about you the way I care about you. Mm. You know, so that's true. You got to figure it out their way. But uh, yeah, with the supplements, I try to focus on what I feel the dynamic uh, needs to be, and possibly the combatancy at the same time. Um, like the CMOS craze is coming. You know, is it is out, out, it is out. And I said I never was going to get into it, but I finally got into it. I actually was re uh, got reached out to by. Uh, someone that is uh that is the a part of the dr savy family and um was given it was given the blessing and uh to actually be involved with knowledge of what was actually right although i had to do my research because my grandmother knew all about it um uh, i wanted to do something that was completely different if i ever jumped into it so i'm doing dr savy's original compound as far as his original recipe most people just do sea moss i was never taught that i was taught Sea moss can only activate if you have bladder racks and burdock root. The bladder racks has to, one has to push everything out so the sea moss can come in, but it has to be activated by the other to actually work at its highest function. Mm -hmm. Taking sea moss by itself basically is like taking a high powered collagen, mm. you know, by itself, because you're, you're, not, you're not getting things out of the way for it to get in and actually get to. The body's comprised of 192. that aspect if you got into second okay this is what i want you to do talk about this cmos craze what is cmos and what is it supposed to do why is everybody so crazy about cmos right now well cmos cmos actually is um uh, irish cmos or jamaican cmos typically wherever you get it from it is a seaweed that lives in the ocean it's from it is it is it is literally how we were taught uh, uh it was from it's from it's from god it's a mineral-based compound that was left on this earth to strengthen bones strengthen the immune system and it kills all mucus in the body uh i was always taught in the uh growing up uh mucus controls every every disease in the body some form of mucus membrane because the mucus membrane is attacked and then it is defenseless by the neutrophils and things can come in. So CMOS actually eradicates all mucus in the body and rebuilds the mucus membrane. Mm. Uh, and like I said, the body's comprised of 102 minerals. 
if you get real Irish sea moss, 92 minerals. The job's kind of done. The job, you're not going to get that amount of mineral from any diet, from any supplement on the market. So, you know, um, it's actually, you know, it, it, it strengthens the bone marrow, strengthens the bones. Dr. Savy was at 72 years old, able to drop from a standing position to his knees, no pain, and stand right back up at 72 years old. He was fully functional, fully fertile, had his last child in his 60s, you know. So uh, it, it is a gift. It is a gift. And uh, yeah. it has been contributed to being a youth gene as well. Like I said, it's a uh, fully functioning high collagen. Uh, on on steroids, but you know it does so much more. Not only just for the skin, the hair, the uh, immune system uh, fights bacteria. Phenomenal, phenomenal compound, phenomenal compound. Is it easy to to get this sea moss, this Irish sea moss? Is it something I can go to the store right now and get it? Can I get it from you? Like, <laughs> uh, actually, honestly, you, I will have it available uh, in capsule form about a week. Okay. About a week. In about a week, uh, I got about, uh, I was blessed with, like I said, with the family, you know, with, with the family that contacted me. Um, I got about 15, and I, I hate even saying it like this, I got about 15 kilos of it. Dang, <laughs> so, uh, you pushing that sea moss over there. <laughs> I got a lot of it, and, uh, so, and I'm breaking it down to the capsule form because I want uh, children to be able to uh, even partake in it. Uh, in its raw form, it can be too a little bit powerful for immune systems. Uh, for, for children because it's growing. A, a child's body is growing. And uh, so you don't want to overpower certain things in it and mess up their prebiotic, probiotic state. Um, right. But uh, it's, I would say to get real sea moss, it's hard because there's a lot of pool-grown sea moss. A lot of people are growing it in pools. Mm. You know, and, um, you know, people going to find ways to cut corners. It's just like uh, uh, dispensaries. You know, you got homegrown and you got lab grown. You know, it's just like uh, the new craze. I don't know if you heard about this about 10 years ago with diamonds. You got real diamonds. You got lab made diamonds now, mm -hmm. you know. So, um, yeah. but CMOS, I, I would say, I, I haven't seen it in any store here um, where you can buy fresh CMOS. No, no. Yeah, but you gonna have that thing in pill form in a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I got that. I got that in a week. Don't worry about. It. I'm actually making a post today okay. about it. Okay, uh, Ron. You know what people think health when they think about their health, they automatically go fitness, right? So, correct. why is nutrition so important? Uh, to you know, and some 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 fitness gurus will possibly agree or disagree with me. To me, nutrition is ninety percent of the job most say 75 percent it is 90 percent of the job it controls your energy it controls your hormones it controls your stress levels it controls your appetite it controls what your body needs to fully function because you have to give it energy to function it needs enough nourishment to actually get you through the activities of the day it needs enough nourishment for bodybuilders to get them through their workouts as far as strength and muscle development um you need it for immune boosting. You need it for uh, prebiotic, probiotic sensories. You need it for uh, glands. Uh, it controls everything. Anything that you put into your body controls the functional properties or the, uh, the level of functionality uh, that your body actually has. There is no health and there is no fitness without nutrition. Like, you know, to me, there is none. Uh, 
And you're only going to as look as good as what you put in your body. Once you go work out, it's about what you put in your body to actually help it grow, yeah. you know, um, and, and develop. You know, you can tell someone that's very focused in a clean diet and someone that's just eating to suffice. I worked out. I done exhausted my body. Now I need to put something back in it. You know, because I've been through that process. I used to think I can work out and I can go eat whatever, you know. It don't um, work like that. Nah, you got to put in what your body, you got to find out what your body best responds to. You got to find out what your body likes. And that takes time. But I always tell people, your body's the longest investment you got. You got time. You got nothing but time. This overnight stuff is, is what works <laughs> me out. You know, women always come to me, but I need to be ready by my birthday. I need to be ready by this <laughs> I'd be like, well, you want to think about that for 10 years when you was bullshitting, but it was, <laughs> that's another story. So you'll so you be keeping it real on them consultations. Don't play. <laughs> like, you, can't, you can't come to me talking about you needed in six months when you've been playing for 10 years. Okay. Okay. You know, so, um, Ryan, what are some of the biggest nutrition myths out there? Detox tea. Uh, oh, they pushing that tea. That, that. T-S-O-T? This is my thing with that. Is that a scam? It's most definitely a scam. And honestly... Ooh, they making some money off that T-Rine. Because they're making, they're playing off the feelings and associations of what people think is quick. What people think is quick. Uh, in actuality, you're hurting yourself. Because like I said in the beginning, I know compounds, you know. And we can take this back to my wife being a transplant patient, me knowing a lot about kidneys. Tea has caffeine in it. Too much caffeine, you're going to dehydrate the kidneys. Mm. Drinking four or five cups of this a day? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because you know what's going to happen. It's going to, it's going to, now caffeine also does curb the appetite. So that's what's happening. You're not really burning any fat. First of all, burning fat and losing weight are two different things. So uh, it's going to cause your appetite to, 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 to be curved. And you're not going to eat as much as you're supposed to eat. And then they put these people on these regimens that are actually starving themselves. You know, so all they're looking at really are numbers. They're not looking at the health values. These people are not looking at blood work. They're not looking at how your body's functioning. They just see weight coming off. Sometimes all weight coming off ain't good weight. You know, some of that weight could be helping uh, your immune system. Some of that weight could be helping uh, your confidence and how you look. Women will start losing too much weight and you lose them curves you actually thought you were going to keep. You know, so um, th that's one of the myths, though. That, that's a myth. Uh, keto is not a myth, but it's dangerous if done um, if done improperly. Because uh, honestly, I, like I say, I love to read. I, 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 I try to focus from the construct. Keto was initially created to treat epilepsy. And what happened, one of those doctors was on the board and he saw them losing weight and he became probably a multi-billionaire and pushing the diets, you know, and, um, but that is not good for everyone. You know, people with diabetes or robotics go into ketosis or ketone, have ketone issues, triglyceride issues. That diet is about loading more fats than the body probably can possibly process. So if you put that in the wrong person or in the wrong hands and they actually see themselves losing weight, they will be trading the weight loss for health interests, you know. So, um, intermittent fasting is another one. Um, mm. The body is the most sophisticated computer on the planet. It's going to figure out what you're doing. It works, but it doesn't work for that long. 
you know, your body's naturally going to figure out what you're doing and be like, oh, okay, she's not eating before this time. So we need to hold on to this food because she's still getting up and doing the same activity. So we need to release that so she can get through her day because your body does remember your day-to-day schedule. Wow. You know, um, that's why sometimes you can fully function on the minimal amount of sleep because your body remembers that it needs to get through this aspect, you know, but now it will shut down. It will shut down. Mm-hmm. Your body gonna do three things. It's gonna compensate, combat, and it's gonna try to save you. Save you means shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Wow, this is so interesting, Ryan. Everything that you've been talking about today, and um, it makes me think about COVID nineteen. And have you had any patients that have been affected with COVID nineteen, and they're looking for your expertise? To yeah. okay, most definitely. Uh, um, I actually. Uh, had COVID. Um, I had COVID before. Um, it was you a rain. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I had COVID in February of last year. How you, you know, know you had it in February of last I went, year? See, this is the thing. We didn't, uh, it, like, a lot of firemen had it. A lot of firemen had it. You know? But we didn't know. We just thought something was going around the fire department. because. Uh, but it was hitting everybody different. I realized I had it after it came on the news. I was actually getting ready for a bodybuilding competition. And uh, so I was on a very, very strict diet. And the only thing I noticed, I was doing uh, 60 minutes of cardio a day. I was working out two times a day, heavyweight training, focused diet. First time ever getting ready for a bodybuilding show. So I lost my taste buds. So I thought, I called my coach, and Rick. I was like, yo, maybe I'm eating too much of the same food. I can't, I can't taste nothing. And we laughed it off, and I kept moving. Mind you, didn't get fatigued, none of that. Still training the way I was training, still lifting heavy, still doing all that. My lieutenant. He was off. He was very, very sick. He ended up uh, collapsing in his backyard. His wife found him. They took him to the hospital. They thought that he had uh, pneumonia. And uh, once they once they started checking that he did that he didn't have pneumonia, Ricky, you want to jump in the park? Hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, they thought he had meningitis. They thought he had pneumonia. They thought he had the flu. Um, come to find out, uh, none of that. We didn't. They didn't know what it was. It subsided. Uh, then one of uh, my other paramedics, he ended up going through the same process. Now, mind you, and then the other private that was there, he just lost his taste buds, but he didn't get fatigued, anything. What was funny about that was me and the one that didn't get fatigued but only lost our taste buds, we both black. And we both in shape. Mm. Those two were older, not much in shape, didn't really line issues, man. Didn't didn't really eat clean. So we didn't think nothing of it. We was all eating breakfast one day. There's a new pandemic that's hitting. It came over the screen. You know, it came over the screen. I was like, and they started saying the symptoms. All of us looked at each other and started laughing. Everybody started laughing. Well, we had that already. You know, and then a newsletter came out through the fire department that week saying, you know, be precautious. They'll be dropping off hand sanitizer, blah, 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 blah. But then people start catching it again. And then that's when we become, you know, my clients were calling me, yo, what do you think about this pandemic? What do you think? What is this? What is this? They're saying we're the, we're the most, uh, this city is the highest edit. What's going on? Well, I said, inherently goes back to nutrition. If you remember what they first said, the most people that were successful to catch this were dealing with pre-existing conditions. 
pre-existing conditions also have to do with health issues and obesity. Memphis has been in the top 10 unhealthiest cities in the last 18 years. So we've been number one for the last two years. So of course, if we're the unhealthiest city in the country, Corona is going to be high here. It's just automatic. This is how it works. You know, and also we in Jim Crow South, you know, this soul food village, you know, so it's just, that, that's, that's how it is here. You know, so, but I, I had so many people scared. I dealt with so many clients that I had started doing house calls because so many people didn't want to come to the office. You know, then they shut the gyms down. They shut the office down. You know, so it was, it was a different time. It was, it was foreign, man. It was foreign. I didn't, I was thinking like, well, maybe this happened for about six weeks, you know, in a month. It's still going it's, on. And it's it another month, you know. It, it didn't turn into something else. Exactly. You know, they're, they're actually saying, because uh, um, I follow Bill Gates very well. You know, he's over uh, eugenics, which his father actually started it, uh, eugenics. Um, he said it was 54 strands now. That's a lot of strands. But this is my thing. I've always said that with, with the flu and with people, I've never been vaccinated. I've always said that with the flu. You think the flu here is the same flu in Alaska? Right. Like climate. Like how is it possible that it can live in that climate? So I was telling people with the vaccination and in this, is that vaccination for all strands? Or how do you know that the Moderna is what you need or the Pfizer is what you need? Why is one 30 milligrams? Why is the other one 100 milligrams? Why can't I take both of them? What if they run out and I got only the first shot over here? That means I can't get the second shot from over here. It's too many questions for me. So you're not taking the vaccine? <laughs> well, honestly, I'm not because before now, it was three It was three to five years for vaccine trials. It ain't been three to five years. It's been, what, three months? If that, six weeks? Exactly. But also, yeah, the government funny. If you actually look on the CDC website, it don't say corona anymore. It says SARS-CoV. What they're going to say is that they've been studying SARS for 15 years. So now, because I, even when you look at it under the microscope, it looks like a hyperbolic version of SARS. That's what it looks like. It act, activates, looks just like SARS. So, mm-hmm. you know, there may be some truth in that. But for me, um, I feel, this is my theory. I've had it. My body destroyed it. Mm. Why do I need a vaccine if my body can fight it off? That's right. just the way I look at it. Like, I've never had a flu shot. Um, uh, any vaccination. My grandma didn't play them games. They didn't play them games with me. I had to get the paperwork. I had to pay, pay, get the paperwork filled out every time I went to a school. Had to get notarized. This baby, this, 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 this. You know. So, um, I just feel like if you put the put certain things into your body, you take certain precautions, you should be fine. You should be fine. You know, it, uh, people should have been taking this these health cautions before. People should have been taking these uh, sanitary cautions before. Yeah, you know, so I, I always wonder what how, how clean was your house before this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, how 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 bad was your diet? You know, so right. Um, wow. You know, but- yeah, I will say COVID has exposed so much on so many levels, um, oh, yeah. just across the board. But um, you know what, Ron? One thing I noticed about you: you are very active on social media. Tell me how the social media platform has elevated your brand. Social media is, um, social media, honestly, to me, is underrated. Social media is genius. It is genius. It's it's free marketing in, in order to project yourself and your business under your control. Um, 
with limitless boundaries. You know, uh, you can project your business. You can be as appealing as you want to be with creative focus, of course. But, you know, uh, with my business, um, I had already had like semi a lot of followers. Uh, but because uh, like I, I used to always contribute to my mom sending me to so many schools, being in so many different activities, groups, clubs growing up. Um, I saw so many different levels of people. I was in the instrument group. I was in the athletic group. I knew the nerds. I knew I was in so many groups. So I knew so many people. You know, um, people always know, like, they, they see me meet so many different people's walks of life. They're like, how do you know him? <laughs> you know, and I'd be like, I used to play the trumpet too, you know, so. Um, <laughs> but I think, like, with social media, like, it allowed you to connect with so many different people, understanding the algorithm, looking at um, how to hashtag, how does they throw you into the search box. And so I look at social media a completely different dynamic from most people. Like, I look at it really as a motivation, like a marketing source, like super fuel tool for your business. Once you understand your algorithm, when to post, what to post, at what time, what to tag, who to tag, what hashtags to put at the bottom, I start noticing so many doctors start following me, so many nurses, so many nutritionists. And then you start to network. And then, you know, you start to lobby. Hey, I'll talk about your page if you post me. I see you got them 200,000 followers. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, you start to use that to your advantage as well. But with me, it allowed me to connect to so many people. It allows me to keep things in your face. Once I figured out my algorithm and constantly know when the best time my followers are online or, you know, I love to post around midnight, one o'clock, but that's when my brain is working anyway. But I also learned when you post at that time, it's running the entire day. So that's the first thing people see when they get on. First there. thing they see when they get up, when they get in the morning. And then as you post, it keeps popping the back up at the beginning of whatever they're doing. You know, so oh. even even if you're just reposting, you're making your first video still be the first one they see and they run through your whole story. So oh. and then you learn how to you learn how to sponsor, you learn um, you know, how to do commercials. You can YouTube is life. You learn everything on there. You know, I always tell people honestly. You want to start a business or figure out how to do something in the house as far as a trade or anything, YouTube is where it's at. You really don't have to go to anybody except like, take it. YouTube take University. Exactly. <laughs> you know, wow. The social media allowed me to connect on a whole different level. And honestly, it allows you to keep yourself on your toes because you start seeing other people, you know, do things. You know, one thing I actually have, you know, I say no one approaches nutrition like I do. Mm -hmm. So I'm my own motivation in some sense, but I look at so many different people just in business period in the health field. And I'm like, yo, I need to be doing that. Yo, I need to be doing that. I might need to be doing this a little better. So it also keeps you on your toes. It keeps you, keeps you grounded. It keeps me humble. Cause I see somebody pop up. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? You know? So, um, I love it. I love it. You know, for what it's for, you know, I try to keep a, a fine line of, 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 of boundary and focus you know, um, as far as business and personal, you know, but I know my, my what I've started to see with me having life changing people's life is uh, what I call uh, my program lifestyle rebalancing. They want to know about what's going on in my life too. I just can't only post about them. So once people start to see me normalized and just not as this big figure, you know, I'm your nutritionist and they start to see me as a normal person, know that I can mess up too. That actually broaden my whole uh fan base really and i don't even i'm not even one to think i got fans but i it just how to every morning you know we wait we waiting to see this can you do this can you do this i'm like this is crazy it is crazy yes. you know, but wow. it's a blessing. 
all in the same. It is. Now, Ryan, tell everybody how they can get involved with your nutritional lifestyle rebalancing program. With that program, um, which uh, that's the program that I actually created, and it's about uh, how I approach a person. Um, I can't help you unless I know about you. You know, so I have to approach you from what your lifestyle is, you know, what your goals are for yourself, um, what your day-to-day stresses, you know, um, how much time can you dedicate this? Can you mentally commit to yourself? But it needs to be something that you can commit to as well per what else you have going on. I know so many people get discouraged when they go to doctors or nutritionists and they'll be like, yo, we need to get your body fat down. Here go a plan. See me in six weeks. They didn't ask you what you was allergic to. They didn't ask you what your, your, your budget like. They don't even know if you can afford the stuff you're giving them. So I approach from that aspect, and that's why I call it a lifestyle. I need to know what's going on with your life, you know, and create some, a style that you can follow that will help you rebalance the focuses of your nutritional and health aspects. And with that, you actually can um, check out more um, um, information about it on my website, yourfavoritenutritionist.com. But I'm always posting videos on my social media mm-hmm. um, at Your Favorite Nutritionist on IG. Um, Facebook is my my name, Ryan Z Zuber. Um, I'm always posting on there, uh, Snapchat. Um, I got everything, you know. And I'm, and I, and I <laughs> All well, one of my one of my mentors told me she said, "Purchase your name so you can put it everywhere." You know, they need you need to be synonymous. So you know, um, the lifestyle rebalancer program actually is on it's on a special right now. I'm doing a special. Um, usually it was a it was a one time sign up fee four hundred twenty five dollars and it was forty nine ninety nine a month for each program each re uh, revision each uh, uh, recheck because I do uh, vitals checks um, uh, body metrics checks uh, biometric screenings I do a, mi- a mild lipid panel which I do your uh, glucose your triglycerides your uh, your your iron and your hematocrit and um. And we and we revisit the lifestyle and go back over there. But now I'm doing that for a one-time sign-up fee, four months free, mm. one seventy-five. All revisions, all rechecks. Like I got people, they'll come up here every ten, every every ten days to check in. I want to see what I like. I want to see what I weigh. I want to see what my sugar's like now. Which that's actually I love it because they're becoming more in tune with themselves. I always tell people the goal is for you to become as aware of yourself as I am of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and um. Also, what's added with that program, the one-time sign-up fee of 175 for four months, you are given a vitamin and supplement package uh, of all of my supplements for $100, which is originally $195. So I give you a discount option of that. And all your monthly uh, fees are suspended. And uh, honestly, it's kind of a given. Once you're with me, you with me. I'm not going to try to buy the monthly after the four months. Right. You got some long-standing clients over there, don't you, Ryan? I got people that's been with me since the start, and they'll tell you they have never paid me monthly. I always tell people, I work for tips, but I always tell people, I don't feel feel that it's appropriate that I charge a lot of people monthly because my my businesses are within my businesses. You're going to buy smoothies from me, Mm. so why would I charge you monthly when you're coming to see me weekly for smoothies? And then now I have my own supplement company because I wanted to create something for us. I'm really not going to charge you monthly if you need supplement. No, I'm not going to do that. That's, that I, to me, and I know a lot of people that do that. And I'd be like, that's, that's the, the, being healthy shouldn't be 
breaking the pocket. It just should be better choices where you understand what you need and what you don't. You know, of course, it's an investment and it's going to cost to look amazing, you know, but it shouldn't break your pockets. So, you know, I try to stay very, like most of my supplements are $19.99, even the ones that are supposed to cost $59.99. Like a lot of people, a lot of doctors always tell me, you underpaid. And I always tell them, stop watching my pockets. You know, I got it. Pocket watch it, pocket watch I, I tell them I always got into this to help people. You know, it, it, it was never about the money. I initially started doing things for free. Now God opened the way and, you know, the elders and the ancestors made it a way to where I can make money. And it is overwhelming. It is overwhelming, you know, but I, I use that to create more things for other people, to better people's situation. The Honestly, the, the more clients I get, the lower my pro- programs and products go down. You know, I just make things easier and easier as I'm blessed with what I'm blessed with. Yes. You're continuing to service people, like you mentioned at the beginning of the pod. I'm listening to what you're saying now, Ryan. And I mean, it's been amazing listening to your journey. You've been through so much. Uh, You've sacrificed a lot. And you know a lot. You are an expert in this field, Ryan. And um, I'm trying to get there. I'm I'm forever learning. My, My grandmother told me, she said, never stop being a student never stop being a student yes and you know like you said a lot of people just need to pay more attention to their health and what's going on we got <laughs> this big ass pandemic flying over our head and you people know have to, yeah. against our body right now people, and pe- people i love that you said that people gotta pay more attention i always like try to make things seem as simple as possible even to people you know that have no idea about nutrition but a lot of people always say they, they don't know where to start I always said, you know what not to do. Mm-hmm. You know that damn triple A cheesecake with the cookie crust was not a good choice. Sounds amazing, but that is not a good choice. Right. You know, right. I always tell people I got these little jokes that I run, and most people always say I need to, I need to do the whole rundown on social media. Like, some things are just not smart. Like, you know, if we go to Kroger or Walmart, ground beef is $9.99 to $10.99 a pound. How can some of these restaurants sell a burger for a dollar? That's not mathematically possible. That would be catastrophic to their bottom line, or that's not real meat. Ooh. Exactly, you know. Or even with like with with, with additives. Additives are, are things that are placed in foods to get to help them hold shelf life. You know, in college, we all were poor, so we ate whatever we ate. You know, we we fanned off each other, we fed each other, whatever. I always tell people, even I was guilty, you know, we, we have them Friday six, you know, we got the pizza, the hot pockets, whatever, the rotel. You no, go, I, I, yeah, I go get cheese for the rotel. I said, I never, you know, I said, people never wonder when you walk into Kroger, you walk past all them coolers where the cold cheese to go on aisle eight to get this big block and never ask yourself that it don't spoil, it don't smell, it don't, why is it not in the cooler? I'm thinking you might shouldn't eat that. <laughs> so, you know, it's loaded full of additives and the body doesn't break down additives well, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It actually can start attacking your uh, your, your, in, your 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 walls and, and your body will send out white blood cells to try to fight them off and it will expand your body with chronic inflammation. You know, so, and, and these are things that I've just learned over the years. We just have to make better choices for ourselves, make better decisions. Understand that some things, you know, especially in our community, you know, us, we like to pop our shit as we say about, so, why are you going to pop your shit about a dollar burger? It, if you're going to ball out on these Gucci shoes, ball out on your food. Okay. Like okay. You, you look the best. I think you got to put the best on and you got to put the best stuff in your body. Mm-hmm. You know, so I ain't saying be like two chains and go get the $100 burger, but I'm saying, you know, 
that, that dollar burger should make you nervous. It should yeah. make you nervous. You know, you have a lot. You ever been riding down the street, eat McDonald's fries, lost a fry? Two months later, you clean out the car, the fries the same color. Look the same. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you put a potato in the car tonight, it's gonna be a different color in the morning. So mm -hmm. uh, you might not want to eat certain stuff. You know, just yeah. just be mindful of what. Some things just don't make sense. A four for four, that don't make sense. Convenience does not lead to comfort. I know times are hard with money, but convenience is going to lead you to the casket if you keep eating like that. Mm, I like that you said it. Convenience does not lead to comfort. No, indeed, it does not. No, not not when you're talking about nutritional health. No, no. Yes, yes. You know, we got to break, break a lot of cycles. You know what I'm saying? I know everybody loves Thanksgiving food, but uh, we, we don't necessarily need that. I know some people make that every Sunday. Mm -hmm. You know, some families, that's every Sunday. And typically, my grandma used to equate it to a buffet. She said, it's eight different whole meals that we separate and put. She said, why is lasagna and spaghetti on your plate? Those are supposed to be eight separately. <laughs> but you know, black folk, them sides. Them mm -hmm. sides right there. That you is. What did, what's your grandmother's name, Ryan? What was her name? Louise Jones. Louise. I know she on your mind all the time, huh? Always. Oh, I can hear her voice. Always. <laughs> Yeah, oh. she has been very instrumental in um, your actually, life. Yeah, actually, both of my grandmothers, and they uh, they were very good friends, uh, even though they had a big age gap. Mm -hmm. um, my, my, my father's mother, uh, she died when she was uh, top of her 80s. And my mother's mother died very early, but she was very instrumental in my life. But they were only 12 years apart. So it was like I had two moms, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but she was very wise, very wise. She was... Uh, in one of the first uh, chapters in Memphis, uh, Eastern Stars here, you know, um, very instrumental, uh, very influ influential woman in uh, that died. She passed early, you know, but uh, both of them, you know, rooted. I was grandmama's babies, you know, rooted, you know. Yeah. Uh, Ain't nothing like a grandma, baby. Ain't mm -hmm. nothing like a grandma. Yeah. yeah. So Wow. Well, you know what, Ryan? I enjoyed you today. I've learned so much. I think I need to sign up for one of these programs, me and my husband, because we have been so concerned about our health lately. And like, you know, at the age we are now in our 40s, you know, we need to make some changes around here, especially for ourselves, for our kids. We need to be on top of it because it's just everything is so different now. <laughs> like we got to get on top of this. So I'm looking into this special you didn't told me about in this nutritional lifestyle rebalancing program. I got to get it right. You already know Sanaa on top of her health. She be, she be on my ass now. So I, I, I need to make some changes. So I'm going to be in touch, Ryan. And I really appreciate you for sharing, sharing so much today. And I cannot wait for everybody to hear this podcast on Monday, honey. Yes. Yes, indeed. yes indeed. Thank you so much, Ryan. How can everybody follow you and keep up with you? Uh, give the website and all your social media platforms. I got you. Uh, you can go uh, as far as my website, www.yourfavoritenutritionist.com. You can check me out on Instagram at your, your underscore favorite underscore nutritionist. Um, face, uh, Facebook is my name, Ryan uh, Z Zuber. Everyone calls me Z because of my last name. Uh, Snapchat is your favorite nutritionist, and um, my daughter's trying to get me on uh, what's the, the TikTok. 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 I bought I, 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 I bought it. the domain. I just haven't used it. I'm your favorite nutritionist on there, and, you know. Um, 
everything that you need to uh, actually know what I got going on will always be either on my Instagram or my website. As far as my vitamins, uh, supplement company, my smoothie company, and my nutritional business. Uh, coming out with two recipe books real soon. Um, yeah, dropping seven new products in the next month. CMOS will be the first. We'll be dropping this week. Actually, we, I'm going to hint at it today. And um, yeah, that's how you can find me. You know, always my office is at 5055 Covington Way, suite number two inside Ambition Fitness Gym. Number one gym in the city. Shout out to Ricky. <laughs> Shout out Ricky. <laughs> Shout out to Ricky. Ricky is also the other reason that I am in this field. Him, my wife and Ricky were, is the reason I'm in this field. Yeah, I'm going to have to get him on the podcast soon. Most definitely. Most definitely. I know he got a, a story to tell as well. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's always fun when we go out of town and we speak or we talk to different business owners or talk to different people going to schools. They don't believe we from Orange Mountain, North Memphis. We two kids. He from Fraser. I'm from Orange Mountain. They be like, for real? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. You are indeed verbally effective. And, you know, I wish you nothing but success with your company and continuing to change people's lives. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate your time as well. Thank you for having me. Thank you.